So what is this great thing? I submit to you this great thing that is bigger than us is the creative love of God in Christ Jesus. This creative love of God that is responsible for us being here. This love of God that is responsible for us, you know, to know that grace is available to us, to know that mercy is new to us every day. This great creative love helps us to be the best that we were created to be when we cooperate with it. Now, many of you know this very familiar verse in Scripture, John 3.16. So I have titled this sermon, An Opportunity to Testify. So I thought in real time, in this moment, we can begin with one opportunity by saying together, uh, testifying to this truth of John 3.16. So why don't you join me in this? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. You, are, you, had, you seized an opportunity this morning to testify by simply proclaiming the truth that is in scripture and proclaiming what you believe. And throughout generations, we have been given this opportunity to testify to this love of God that is evident in, in all of scriptures. From Genesis all the way to Revelation, the whole 66 books of the Bible, God's creative love is revealed through God's interaction with God's people. The prophet Isaiah, in his time, in the Old Testament, the people of God, the Hebrew people, the Israelites, they were going through life's challenges in their age and time. There were times when they were faithful to Yahweh. There were times when they were disobedient. There were times when they were uprooted from the promised land and they were taken in exile, you know, under the oppressive government, the Babylonians at the time. Isaiah was raised up in their time to speak, you know, words of encouragement, but also to speak words, you know, of, of judgment that will come upon God's people for their sins for their lack of obedience to following the law. He was also speaking words of encouragement to them, especially the tribe in Judah, the southern kingdom of Israel. And, and, and God wanted God's people to know that regardless of what is going on, God is with them. God has a future plan for them. There is hope in the midst of their distressing situations. And what we heard this morning in the reading from Isaiah 65, which is the, you know, the last three of the three sections of Isaiah, we hear the 
encouraging part. We hear the prophecy of Isaiah, you know, as he was inspired by God's spirit to be able to share with the people that a time is coming. Where things, the destructive things that they have experienced, the pain, the suffering, the sorrow, those things will be in the past. A time was coming where God would be doing something new in their midst. Uh, the creative love of God would bring forth uh, a time in God's creation where God's people will live with God. They will rejoice in what God is doing. The past will be the past. Everything will be okay. And, and I could imagine hearing if you are people who have been in exile for almost 70 years and you have returned back to your promised land and you are in Jerusalem and you are seeing the destruction of wars, you are seeing how people destroyed the things that you valued. I would imagine hearing a word from God that says things are going to be okay, how that will encourage your soul. But that prophecy of Isaiah was for a time that is yet to come. And yet, when we hear the encouraging heart of God through prophets or through people who believe in God's word, it does something good for our soul. And then we come into the New Testament time with Jesus and his disciples and the people of the first century. And in verse 13 of Luke chapter 21, Jesus said to his disciples, he says, you will have an opportunity to testify to my name. What was he talking about? He was talking about the fact that in a normal conversation with his disciples prior to that, they were marveling at the great temple that was erected, all of the beautiful artifacts in the place where they worship God. And they were commenting about how spectacular that place truly is. And how people give gifts of gold and silver artifacts to beautify the place where God's people will gather to worship. And Jesus said something to them that was disturbing. He said to them that the time is coming when every stone of that temple will fall. It will cease to exist all the beautiful artifacts will be destroyed. And the disciples were curious. They were concerned. When will that happen? What will be the sign to let us know that that destruction is coming? Jesus did not answer them right then and there in Luke chapter 21. But he went along to say some things that they needed to hear. He said to them, in other words, he says, don't worry about that. Don't be afraid about 
you know, what's going to happen. Don't even think too much about what sign would indicate to you that you needed to get ready for that. He says, because there are some things that are going to happen to you as my followers. He says, look, you are going, you know, to be brought before kings. You're going to have to answer to what you believe. There are going to be evidence of natural disaster in your midst. There's going to be earthquakes. There is going to be famine. There is going to be people rising up because people are distressed about what's going on in their world at that time. He says all of those things will happen and yet they were not to be worried about those things. He says because only God knows when that time will be, when the end of the age will come. And yet I believe he is saying to them in the midst of all those things that are happening, you need to keep focus on what is your purpose. Your purpose is to testify to the great creative love of God that has been revealed to you in your time so that people may know God is with us even in the midst of difficult times, even in the midst of things that seems uncertain, God is with us. And I think when I, when I read those passages, and I've read them several times, you can't help but think, oh my goodness, are we living in those times? Because when we hear about the wars against nations, when we hear about natural disasters with earthquakes and fires, and we hear about the atrocious things that human beings do one unto another, when we see destructions in the world in which we live, we can't help but wonder, are we nearing to the end? And yet, Jesus' message is still true for us today. We are not to be afraid of those things. We are to seize every opportunity to testify to this great love of God who says that, you know, God loved the world. God loved God's creation. And God will be with us. I think sometimes we stop at John 3.16 and we do not go on to John 3.17. And John 3.17 says that God did not send his son into the world to destroy the world, but he sent Jesus so that the world may be saved through him. That is our testimony. Every day that we wake up and realize that we have breath in our body and we have the ability of our mind, we have the activities of our limbs, we have an opportunity to testify to God's great love revealed to the world. We have an opportunity to let people know the truth, that they are not going to have life nice and easy because that's our wish. Because we live in a world, a fallen world, 
there are going to be times when we will experience some things that we don't like to experience. But when we call upon the name of Jesus, and when we remember God's promises from generation to generation to our present time, we are able to live with the hope that this too will pass. Yes, there are going to be some times where the diseases that impact our lives, it may mean that our life come to an end, you know, before we would like it to. But that doesn't mean that God is not working in that. Because I hear the scriptures that says, in all things God works together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. We are all called to God's purpose of sharing this great love, redemptive love of God in the world. Last week I received a phone call, actually a text from a dear friend. She used to be a member of mine at, the, at my former church in East Texas. And we stayed in touch over the years. And I hadn't heard from her for a while, a few months actually. And I called and I texted and I didn't get a response. But then last week, all of a sudden, early in the morning, I am reading this text and it jolted my soul. It says, Pastor Virginia, I'm asking you to pray for me because I'm in hospice and I was diagnosed, you know, with liver cancer and it has spread all over my body. And I had to take a moment and let the, 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 the humanness of me to process that because this was the last person I was expecting to hear this news from. And then I immediately started praying to collect myself and to remember the promises of God. That in the midst of all that she's going through, the presence of God's love is there with her, surrounding her. And then I called her. And as we talked on the phone, she kept on saying, Virginia, I trust in God. I believe that God's will is perfect. And if I have to go through this to get me on the, to the other side in the presence of my God, I trust God's will for my life. And I thought, wow, what a testimony. In the midst of having to face that there is nothing else that can be done by the human doctors on this earth to save her life. She said, I trust God. I trust the perfect will. I trust that God's love is with me. And then she said, Pray that I will hold on to that faith as it gets closer. And I think we all can relate to that. If we are not dealing with some of the painful experiences of life, 
don't know how we will respond in that moment. We don't know if we will hold on to the faith, the truth that God has made it possible for us to depend upon God in Christ Jesus. And that may be a big example, but what about the simple things that we can do, the simple opportunities that will present themselves from day to day that we have an opportunity to share in what God is doing. I remember when I went on that silent retreat earlier this year, and one of the ways I experienced the nurturing, caring love of Christ in that, on that first day was this stranger who was in the same dining area with me who came up and said, let me take your plate when I was finished eating. And I looked up for a moment, moment surprise. But he took it and it was his opportunity to testify to me about the presence and love of God. Sometimes we can miss the opportunity that God gives us every day to testify to the love of God, the presence of Christ in our life circumstances. Sometimes we can miss the opportunity to testify to someone else that regardless of what they are going through, they are loved. They can find strength to endure. There is hope for today and hope for tomorrow, regardless of what they're going through. Sometimes we get afraid. Because we think, what would that person think if we were to walk up to a stranger and witness to the love of God for them? But God is counting on us, depending upon us, to share that message. If we don't share the message, how will people know that this love of God is available to them? How will they know that there is forgiveness for maybe what they have done in the past and still struggling with it and to know that they can let it go and they can experience right now? the grace and mercy of God? How will they know that there is a future hope beyond this worldly time and existence in which we live? When you listen to the news and when you see what's going on in the world, you can quickly say, oh my goodness, this is hopeless. I don't know what's going to happen next. But we who know the truth, we who know the scriptures, we have this opportunity to witness to the fact that yes, it's painful. Yes, it's sorrowful. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it sucks at time. But 
you can make it through with the love of God. This church, we, we have a great opportunity before us to testify to this creative love of God. We started it in January, but I will say to you that God started it 76 years ago in this place. But what we have embraced, the opportunity to testify to this community around us, we are doing it through the VCI process. And I know some of you do not yet fully come to the, have come to the place where you think this is something that God is in. And that's okay because God loves you right there. And God will continue to work with you and allow you to see what is being transformed in this place. And yet, with the vote to go forward, it gives us this unique opportunity to testify to the new and creative things of God's love in God's people here at St. Matthew. As we go forward, as this year comes to an end, and as we anticipate the next year, Jesus is saying to us, as he says to the, his disciples, don't worry about the things that you see and the things that you will experience that will trouble you. Don't grow weary doing good. Don't become idle and say, oh man, I don't need to do that. Somebody else will get it. Or there is no hope for this place. Don't be saying those things. Jesus will say, focus on me, for I am in it. And I am bringing forth something new. A new beginning. A beginning that will reach out and touch somebody's hands. A touch that will allow this church, this community to be a better place for God to reveal God's love. And all that we have done in the past up until this point, it has been blessed by God. Even when we mess up, even when we don't get it at times, even when we fall short, God is in the blessing business of sharing his love with us, reminding us that we are human and we will fall short from time to time. But it's okay as long as we are willing to witness to the fact that God's love is creative and transforming in our lives, God will continue to reveal great things out of what we have done and what we will do. So this week, this day, as you said earlier with me, we testified to the truth of God's love 
from John 3, 16 and 17. So I challenge all of us this, this week to seize the opportunities that God will present to us and challenge ourselves to testify to that love. It's one thing to testify to the people we know, but it's another thing to testify to people that we don't know. So maybe that ought to be the challenge, to find an opportunity in this week to testify to the creative love of God that is in all of us. Because I guarantee you, there is somebody that the Spirit of the Lord will bring into your path in this week from this message. And you will have an opportunity to testify to your reason why you exist and why you are sharing whatever you're going to share with that person. Because when you do not know what's going on in that person's life, I guarantee you, the Lord knows. And the Lord knows what that person needs and you will become the chosen vessel to be able to tell that person that this great big God who is doing a bigger thing that we can imagine has made it possible for us to understand, to embrace, and to share what we have received. And what we have received, God's love, it can transform anything, anyone, any situation. And then God will be glorified by our witness, by our testimony. Amen. Amen.